Old Man Winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. Oh, <laughs> heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, Old Man Winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. This A's Cast download is brought to you by Link Soul. Check out their spring collection. Go to linksoul.com and by Nest Bedding. Love where you sleep. Go to nestbedding.com. Shakes off a couple of pitches, now ready, and fires at a curve, freezes Otani. He's gone a-looking. How about that performance by Zach Jackson? Ward pops up on one pitch, then he strikes out Trout and Otani standing by the side of the road. It's now time for the A's Clubhouse Show. And the number is 833-625-2278. That's 833-625-2278. Ken Korak joins us from Minute Maid Park after the Athletics are shut out to zip. Ken, I'm going to have a completely different spin on today's game. Probably the first time I've done it this year. You ready? Anything you've got. All right. So I think all the stuff when a team and a young team goes to New York and they try it. The New York thing's been over for years. Yankees haven't been to the World Series since 09. Mets have won nothing. The New York Knicks have won nothing, the Jets, the Giants, nobody in New York has won a thing. So that thing's an old, archaic deal. I think what you got today and what you got over the weekend was actually good for these young A's. They got to see what the best of the best looks like. They got to see how they can beat you in so many different ways. This is a team that's been to the ALCS six straight years. They've been to four World Series and won two. This is one of the best teams we have ever seen. And I think for our young players who want to be the best, you can learn from watching these guys for three games. That's what I'm going with. Okay, good. Go with it. I think it's great. Now, Mr. Catronio was born in New York, and now you're disparaging all those New York teams. Oh, he's a Florida guy. He's he's a Florida guy. He's not real happy about that, you know. (laughs) The other thing is, and you're right, do you take anything out of it in terms of positives? Because there are really no moral victories. The A's are 10 and 38, right? We're almost a third of the way through the season. We will be next Saturday. But the fact they played two very competitive games here, and I remember when Bo Mel took over the A's and the Astros were, you know, just kind of coming out of their own stretch where they were scuffling. But then once the Astros got really good, it was so important for the A's to come in here and feel like they could go toe-to-toe with them. Now, the A's are a long ways from that. But, you know, I don't know if you can if you can take any confidence or get a boost from the fact that you knew that in these last two games, but for, a you know, a hit or, a you know, a couple of pitches here or there, you, you could have won two of the games. So, but uh, you're right. And I, I think that there are a lot of things you can learn 
And I even think you can learn from watching someone like Jordan Alvarez and how good he is against left-handed pitching and what he does to hang in there and just murder left-handed pitching this year. So I think everything, and, and that's the way, let's face it, Chris, it's the, only, it's the only way that you can look at it and hope that every game you play, that you take something out of it and you don't get too down because now you're at a point in the season where you want to make sure that everybody stays together, Chris. And that's the job of the veterans on the club and Mark Kotze and the coaches uh, because that will be critical the rest of the way. I tell you what, James Caprillion has earned a couple more starts. He has. He walked four and five innings, and as we said in the ninth inning, it's, it's, you, know, you were talking about a, a good example. Well, the reason that Framber Valdez went nine yep. is because he didn't walk anybody. Yep. <laughs> right? I mean, that's the thing right there. And the A's just yep. walked too many people. They walked eight today, and they were actually – Fortunate, Laureano made a sensational play on Pena's ball that uh, they, they were fortunate it was only 2 nothing. Well, in, in today's baseball, whether it's right or it's wrong, we've been investigating it. There's not a whole lot of proof around this 100-pitch mark, but that's what they're going with. If you want to go deep in games, and if the deeper you go in games, the percentages are you will factor well in the game. Uh, you realize you have to throw strikes. Fromber is a great example. You want to go deep in a game. You can't be going 3-2. You can't be walking people. you got to get a lot of ground ball outs. That's just the way the game is today since we're not allowing guys to go 125, 130 pitches. And he's an ace, right? I mean, people kind of throw that around a little bit loosely, I think. But he's an ace. When he takes them out, the Astros think they're going to win. I, I know he's a, he, his record is 4-4. Four and four. His ERA would belie that. And he has two great ways to get you out. He has his sinker and he has his curveball. And he threw his curveball effectively to get several big outs. The last out of the game was a curveball in the dirt, and Laureano couldn't lay off it. Well, I hope you got your barbecue and steak fix in Houston. And now for four days, you're going to be hanging out in the Pacific Northwest. You got shuckers in your hotel, which is fantastic. This is a seafood delight the next few days. No dinners, but we'll be uh, enjoying our lunches up in the Northwest for sure, Chris. There's nothing wrong with oysters for lunch. Even for breakfast, maybe. I mean, <laughs> Bill King used to have Cheetos for breakfast and a Diet Coke, so whatever goes, right? Are you serious? <laughs> he ate Cheetos yes, and I'm Coke for, for breakfast? What, do you think I would make this up? No, it spent, doesn't surprise me. I spent 267 pages trying to write about the man. Come on. Cheetos and a Coke for breakfast. Absolutely. <laughs> hey, breakfast of champions. <laughs> then there was this little taqueria near the hotel in Anaheim. Well, they, there's a, nothing wrong with a taqueria story. in the morning. There is nothing yeah. wrong with that. Well, uh, enjoy the rest of the PGA. you got a back nine to watch. Okay, buddy. The great Ken Korak, the Bay Area Radio Hall of Famer, the voice of your Oakland Athletics. I'm serious. I mean, I understand. It's Sunday. I understand. It's beautiful out. I understand there's a lot of other things going on. You know, A's lose again. I'm sure there's a lot of people out there scratching their heads. Why are we even listening to this? If you are, I, I thank you. But I'm going to be truthful with you. I'm not going to sugarcoat. This stinks. This stinks. Coming up next, we'll take your phone calls at 833-625-2278. Also, I'm going to give you 
I'm going to give you the positive and expand on what I just told Ken. And it's not sugarcoating it. This is real. I'm going to use Michael Jordan to prove it. Ha ha! And also, we got to talk about something else. I know I've moved beyond wins and losses, but there's something we need to talk about. We're going to get heavy and deep next, right here on the A's Clubhouse Show. And the underdog Oakland Athletics win their first championship since they were in Philadelphia in 1930. Hi, I'm Raleigh Fingers, Hall of Famer, three-time World Series champion with the Oakland A's and World Series MVP. Winning takes teamwork, skill, and heart. So when you need an ace for a personal injury lawyer that will win you the game, go with the winning team. Call Venardi Zarata at 833-VZ-FOR-ME or go to vzlawfirm.com. Bernardi Serrata, the official injury law firm of the Oakland A's. Baseball season is officially here, and there's no better time to build your collection of Topps trading cards. Topps packs feature everything from top stars, rookies, game-used memorabilia, and autographs from players around the league, as well as special inserts and surprises. Visit your local hobby shop, retailers, and Topps.com to collect the first product of the season, Topps Series 1 Baseball. Follow at Topps on social media to join the conversation and start sharing your collection today. You're listening to the A's Clubhouse Show. All right, let's get out to Mike in Texas. Mike, lead us off here on the A's Clubhouse Show. Hey, Johnny. Hey, I, I got to see Friday night's game at Minute Maid, and I'm going to see this Friday night's game down in Corpus Christi and watch Lawrence Butler if he's still there. But to watch Alvarez and Tucker hit, Tucker's home run on Friday night wasn't even in the strike zone. I think the toughest thing to watch, though, was walk watching him walk Jose Abreu three times Friday night, two times today. I mean, you can't do that. But, well, yeah, well, I, if, I well I'll, I'll say this, Mike. Yeah. If you did it like four or five years ago, it would have been understandable. Yes. Yes. <laughs> the guy's not even hitting his body weight. Not, not, uh, he's awful. I Like, literally, his OPS is... 534. He has not hit a home run this year. The fact that the A's pitchers walk, people should be fine for walking him. Oh, and the thing is, is like Ken said on the broadcast, you know, why are you pitching Alvarez with that bum hitting behind him? And they got him to hit into a double play today instead of walking him on a final at bat. But yeah, I'm, I'm looking forward to seeing Mr. Butler on Friday. Hopefully he's still in double-A by the time we get here on Friday. Well, Bo, by the way, after the game, call me. Give me an update. I want to know about the future. How does the future look? Well, and I told you last year, and I, I hope you remember this, I told you Nick Allen, out of all the shortstop we've had after Campy, Nick Allen is the only one that is in, in Campy's stratosphere for fielding. And he showed it over this last week of the, the – the runs he saved and the innings he's ended by making beautiful defensive plays. He's gonna hit. That's the whole thing. So that is the whole he's thing. Gonna hit. He, he he's just gotta hit. And he doesn't have to hit a ton. He just has to hit some. He he was hitting this week, he brought his average up. 
Um, he was hitting 330 down in the minors. You saw him lead off the ninth with that, that base hit. Altuve uh, robbed him twice Friday, uh, yesterday, with that snare and uh, really robbed him going up the middle. But uh, he's going to hit. He's hitting the ball hard. I, I, I couldn't be happy. You're starting to see positions for the A's solidified. Please, he needs to learn how to, he needs to learn how to go to the wall and then jump. I want to uh, I want to ask you about Minute Maid Park. How is it? It looks quirky on television. I've never been there. No, Minute Maid Park is is a really really nice ballpark. It's beautiful to see. They got rid of that that thing in center field where you run up. Towels Hill. Run up the hill. Yeah, that was terrible. That yeah. was absolutely terrible. But uh, my son-in-law took me to the game. We had great seats. Um, it's a good place to watch a ball game. It really is. I actually like Houston. I, I've actually worked a Raiders Texans game. I've been I've been to Rockets games. Uh, I've had a good time in Houston. I think I think Houston gets a bad rap. Uh, Houston right now has put hotels and a lot of food and everything else around that ballpark. And I had a lot of people ask me, "Why are the A's moving?" And I said, "You see this ballpark here? That's what the A's wanted to do with their waterfront park and Jack London Square." And I was asked, "Was it?" Is it ownership or is it the city? And I said, you cannot put one of this, one item of this on the owners. I said, I've been going to the Coliseum since 1971. And the improvements they have made at the Oakland Coliseum are huge. You used to go up to the second deck to go out to the concession stand and it was open air. No longer. It is, they have done so much. This is totally on the Oakland, on the Oakland Council. And they are losing their last pro team, and it's a shame. Appreciate the phone call. Call me after you go to the double-A game, Midland. You got it. Thank you. Well, the end of that call is going to be controversial. I can guarantee you that. I know a lot of you now are, you know, a lot of you are not going to agree with that. Some are you going to agree with that. And the bottom line. We'll talk baseball. I got to get to my point. I think it's a good point. And we'll take your phone calls at 833-625-2278. Remember, you can see in a bunch of these videos about how the bad boy Pistons and Isaiah Thomas said getting their ass handed to him by the Celtics Larry Bird, Parrish, McHale, DJ, those guys. That taught them how to win. And then Jordan got handed to him by the Pistons, the bad boys. And that taught him. Can you learn from this? Do the young guys, the young, the guys that matter, the guys that are the future, what did... What did Ruiz see today? That's what I'd like to know. I'd like to be on the plane. I want to get Ruiz. I want to get Allen. I want to get Noda. I want to get Diaz. I want to get the young guys and go, what did you see? I want to hand them all a notepad and go journal for me. Tell me what you saw. Tell me each game. Tell me Friday. Tell me Saturday. Tell me Sunday. What did you see? What did you feel? What did you experience? Tell me about the Astros. What is it about these guys? Yeah, we've got to get over, uh, we hate these guys, they're a bunch of cheaters, whatever. you got to learn from them, because what do they do? They win. They win. 
And you know what? Are they a bunch of cheaters? Yes. But you know what? They did it to win. Just win, baby. Just win. You know what they did years ago? They went down into Latin America. They didn't go out and sign a Robert Poisson for five point what I think it was five point one million. They carpet bagged. They took a bunch of money and they just spent on a on a, they spent low money on a bunch of guys. That was their strategy. Jeffrey Lunau and company, they said, we're going to give him 70 and him 75. We're just going to, you know, because we don't know. These guys are a bunch of young guys. We don't know. We're just going to go volume and hope a couple of them work out. Think about that strategy. Now, shopping internationally is different now, but they just went in and said, we're not going to pay one or two guys. We're just going to pay a bunch of dudes and hope one, two, three of these kids work out. It was a smart strategy. What they have done is smart. How they play is smart. It wasn't all tanking. We've already debunked that. Two of their first-round picks from the tanking didn't even work out for them. Jose Altuve could have – anybody could have had Altuve. Anybody could have had Jordan Alvarez. Anybody. Bregman, no. Bregman came from tanking. But all these other guys, you could have had them. You don't think you could have had Framber, Framber Valdez or Jose or Keedy? You could have had any of these guys. They're smart. All right, let's go to uh, Athletic Supporter on the grapevine. Oh, boy. <laughs> athletic Supporter. I hope I stay in this. This is my annual call, so enjoy this here today, Chris. But- you and your last caller brought up points that I think are crucial to the A's lack of success here, which is player development. And I'm not so sure I agree with the previous caller about Nick Allen because the guy's not really hit most of his minor league career. I guess maybe he was hitting recently, but that's, that's been the wrap on him. And it's, it's really difficult to watch a team like the Astros trying out guys like Jose Abreu and, and, and Alvarez. And then you look at teams like the Yankees with Stan and Judge trying out men, and we've got – we're, we're trying out, you know, Guy Haberman at shortstop. I mean, that's not very intimidating. You know what I mean? And so I, I think there's there's concern with the inability to to draft and develop young players. The A's, have, their model is to be bad for five years so that they can be good for three, and then they tear it down. The reason they have to stick with a model like that is because their own drafting has not been up to par. And this is an organization that really – has to survive based on good draft picks, but they're basically get by by tearing the team down and trading guys before they hit arbitration and getting prospects that are closer to ready-made back from other organizations. And so in between, where's the drafting and developing of players? I mean, I think Matt Olson is just about the only guy um, that they've developed in their, in their organization as a position player who's made an all-star team. I can't remember if Chapman did or not. Chat- Chapman but, did. Chapman did, yeah. Okay, he did, he did, but that was, I mean, a periphery type of all-star, really. I mean, Matt Olson's definitely a more legit offensive threat than Chapman is at this point. And for 25 years of Billy Bean being the GM of the organization or essentially running player the player department, that's not really a very good track record. And you look at other organizations around baseball, why organizations like Tampa Bay, who basically are off the same cost model as the A's, 
Why are they thriving and developing young players? Organizations like the Cardinals are good every year, and it's because they seem to have prospects up their sleeves, although they, they tend to have a higher budget than the A's do. But why are these other organizations good at that? And why are the A's drafting guys like Kyler Murray and, and, and Nick Allen? I guess the jury's still out of him. I mean, they, they, they blew it with A.J. Puck, who's a crucial draft pick of the organization, because that, that goes a long way in why they have to strip the team down and are, are looking as bad as that. I mean, this team's on pace for 130-some losses. I remember the 1979 A's. I remember going to Little League Day when I was seven years old and getting excited because Jim Etienne hit an inside-the-park grand slam and watching watching the trot out Wayne Gross and Mickey Clutch as your platoon at third base. I remember all that. That team at least had talent. This team is is unpaid to lose 130 some games for a reason. And a lot of it is a systematic failure with the organization to not be able to develop younger guys through its minor leagues. I, I, I don't understand that part. That's maybe something you can fill me and the audience in on. Well, the problem is, is ever since you said Guy Haberman, I haven't been able to stop laughing since. I'm sorry, but I thought I'd bring back, you know, some old A's pre. Plus, it shows, it shows my incredible, like, lack of, like, having a life. Being able to mention Guy Haberman, the I know great, the great, the great now. Guy Haberman. And I, I know, I know, you used to work. Great might be a, a loose term, but very, very <laughs> capable host. And I, I do remember, I do remember you work with him at the other station. So I thought I'd play Kate. Correct. You a little he, bit he, with the Guy he, 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 he took over for me back in the day. Hey, appreciate the phone call. That was funny. Guy Haberman of the Pac-12 Network. Guy is probably off for the summer. And Guy will be back, college football. You will blink, and college football will be back. And so will the great Guy Haberman. He had a lot to say there. We'll talk about it. And your phone calls, 833-625-2278. You're listening to the A's Clubhouse Show. Thanks to the Xfinity 10G network, my little brother's friends won't leave our house. When I was their age, internet with basically no interruptions was a pipe dream. You sound like my grandpa. Now through June 21st, new customers can get 200 megabit internet on the Xfinity 10G network for just $25 a month for two years with no annual contract. Go to Xfinity.com slash 10G, call 1-800-XFINITY or visit a store today. Requires paperless billing and auto pay with stored bank account. Restrictions apply. Taxes and fees extra. After promo, regular rates apply. Actual speeds vary. Who's feeling pretty confident about the SUV they drive? Ask anyone who owns a Honda. We're a family of six, and our Honda is definitely like our number seven. It's a part of our family. My Honda CRV has beauty, brains, and talent. From the fuel efficient CRV hybrid to the rugged passport to the three row pilot, there's a Honda SUV for every style of NorCal driver. All on sale now at your NorCal Honda dealer. For details, ask anyone who owns a Honda or visit NorCalHondaDealers.com. Baseball season is officially here, and there's no better time to build your collection of Topps trading cards. Topps packs feature everything from top stars, rookies, game-used memorabilia, and autographs from players around the league, as well as special inserts and surprises. Visit your local hobby shop, retailers, and Topps.com to collect the first product of the season, Topps Series 1 Baseball. Follow at Topps on social media to join the conversation and start sharing your collection today. Hit a home run with a low-rate personal loan from First United Credit Union. Their personal loans feature rates as low as 7.99% APR, and you can use the funds however you want. 
Plus, you could earn $100 when you apply and open a loan of promo code ATHLETICS. For more information or to apply, visit firstunitedcu.org forward slash athletics or stop by a local branch today. This is A's Clubhouse. 833-625-2278. You know, the last caller hit on a lot of things. You know, the one thing the franchise has been good at has been going to find other people's players. One man's trash is another man's treasure. Think about it. I don't remember anybody going, oh, thank God we got Mark Cannon in the Rule 5 draft. Or he was a Rule 5 pick and we traded for him. Not one person called up and went, oh, this trade with the White Sox, wow, Marcus Simeon. This is going to be awesome. Nobody. Nobody called in about that. Nobody called. I mean, as much as you can say, up drafted Matt Olson and believed in Matt Olson. Really? You had Matt Olson playing right field. You had Matt Olson playing right field. You had Bob Melvin having to text Matt Olson. I know this for a fact. Had to text Matt Olson to say, just hang in there. You're the first baseman of the future. Just hang in there. Hang in there. Matt Olson's playing right field? This guy's one of the best defensive first basemen of his generation, and you had him out in right field? Remember when he was up, down, up, down, up, down, up, down, up, down. Well, if a player is up, down, up, down, up, down, you don't think he's as great as. So, and everybody thought it was Matt Chapman who was going to be Mr. All-World. And I would watch these games, not saying I'm the greatest talent evaluator, but I watched these games and I kept saying, there's anybody I'm paying on this team, I'm not paying Simeon because of age. I'm not paying Chapman. I'm paying Olsen. I'm on record, said it plenty of times. If there was one guy that I'm going to pay, I'm going to pay Matt Olson. So, I... I yeah, there's some truth to where where are all the draft picks? Where are the second rounders, third rounders, fourth rounders, fifth rounders? Where are all these guys? Where are the drafts? I mean, like, look at bullpen. You can go look at every bullpen in baseball. It's littered with guys who weren't drafted, and they're not making a lot. People don't put money into bullpens. So you got all these random randos, as my kids like to say. We got all these randos in bullpens all over baseball. It's just one factory of just unnamed pitcher who throws hard after unnamed pitcher who throws hard after unnamed pitcher that throws hard. One after the other. Well, why don't we have guys? I mean, build a bullpen on the cheap is what everybody does. 
And that's what kind of gets me about how we're everybody's kind of at a point to where we're just like, oh, look at the payroll. We're not trying to win. Well, if we weren't trying to win with what we got, as David Forswell always tell you, we're trying to win with what we got. And I respect that. You're not going to pay Drew Rusinski $3 million a year. You're not going to pay Jesus Aguilar $3 million a year. You're not going to give two years to Jace Peterson, Aledmus Diaz. You tried to win with what you got. But you tried to win. You can't say, ah. I mean, that's why I've always said, what are we doing? Just go young. Just go young. Let the kids get after it. Let them learn. Throw them in the deep end of the pool and say, swim. And don't sign veteran guys. Like, Because let's face it. You went to the craps table. You had dice that were veteran players. And you had a little money out there on, on certain numbers you like, and you rolled the dice, and it didn't work. It didn't work on any of them. It's not like any of these veteran guys came in, and they actually like, oh, well, at least you got him. Well, none of the veteran guys came in. I mean, how about May? And I got off to a tough start. Now he's having his issues, and, and, and more importantly, getting him healthy mentally is the most important thing now in this young man's life but you spent seven million on him none of the veteran guys that got some money have delivered so there was some legit things that that caller had to say about drafting personnel like I said, the, the Astros went down to Latin America and didn't spend a lot of money. They just put money everywhere. They just bought a bunch of guys and said, you know what? We got to think some of these guys. I mean, we can get a couple of them to work out. A lot failed. A couple worked out. I mean, it's been a helpful strategy for them to win the World Series. Look at the way their team's built. They've made some shrewd moves. And if you want to talk shrewd moves... I have a hard time. You know what? I'm down. I'm down to talk Rays, but only if you you understand what you're talking about. Because you can't be an A's fan who complains that you can't buy a jersey with because the player's not going to be here and we can't buy jerseys. I've heard that over and over and over and over and over and over again for years. If you're worried about names on the back of the jerseys, then you can't then turn around and mention the Rays because then you're talking out both sides of your mouth. You want to be shrewd and ruthless by the like the Rays? Then understand we're not keeping anybody, and we don't fall in love with anybody. They take a Bill Walsh old San Francisco 49er approach. Trade them too early versus too late. It's shrewd business. So that's So that's the thing. It's like, if you call me up and you want to be shrewd baseball guy, I get it. But you can't be, I'm worried we don't get to love our players and fall in love with our players and our players. As I've always said, root for the name on the front of the jersey, not the back. But a lot of you told me, ah, Townsend, that's wrong. I want I want to be able to buy a jersey and that guy's here. Well, if you want that, then you do not want the Rays style of business. Because the Rays are shrewd. 
Let's go to Lars. Lars in Arcadia. Lars, you are on the A's Clubhouse show. Hey, can you, uh, hey, Tony, first time caller. Can you hear me? Yeah, I got you. Thank you for the phone call. Thanks. Um, yeah, you know, uh, I want to talk a little bit about Framber Valdez, like you were just talking about. You know, it's, it's frustrating, you know, when we go and we, we watch this guy just show up, you know, uh, like you said, wasn't signed for a lot of money. And now every time he starts against the A's, it just seems uh, like a foregone conclusion, right? Like we all know what's going to happen, and it happened today. Um, and I think that also ties into what you're saying about letting the young guys play. And while we don't right now, you know, maybe there's some guys coming up who might be uh, like Framber in the system. What we do have is some great young talent we got from the Yankees and they're all given a, an opportunity to start and learn from their mistakes and keep going. Look at how great Medina's been. Um, you know, I think I, I got to see on the broadcast, they were talking about how they uh, are trying to help him with his command by having him finish his delivery at a specific point, and that, that seems to be working. You know, as a, as a pitcher yourself, what do you think about that? How do you think um, we can best use this major league time to, by the end of the year, have five guys, maybe it's these guys from the Montage State, maybe one or two other guys, um, you know, find success and learn at a major league level for future success for next year and the years after that. A good point is let's see our coaches teach. That's what, mm-hmm. that, that's what we need to see. I want to know – you as the Major League Baseball staff, how are you going to earn your paychecks and how are you going to help these guys get better? How do they become better players? It's your job. None of this stuff, these guys should know this, get into the big leagues, save it. Your job as the big league staff is to make these players better. And if you don't – and I – once again, I'm not talking about wins and losses. We need mm-hmm. to see players get better. And if they don't get better, it's shame on the coaching staff. That's your job as a coach, no matter who the players are, no matter how much the players make. Your job is to help the players achieve maximum success. There should be improvement with all of the players. Great example is what we saw when Wash came in here with Marcus Simeon. Marcus Simeon was terrible at shortstop. Terrible. Guy made 36 errors or whatever it was, and and Matt Olson saved him from way more errors by digging out all his worm burners. But Wash came mm-hmm. in here, worked every single day. Wash worked with Marcus Simeon, and he made Marcus Simeon the infielder he is today. That, yeah, was, great co- that was great coaching. I want to see the coaching. By the way, Fromber Valdez, I just had to look it up. Take a guess what they signed. Fromber Valdez, international free agent, March 19th, 2015. Take a guess what the Astros signed him for. $10,000? $10,000. That's it. Hey, thank you for the phone call. Call again. Not $100 million. $10,000. The guy that just threw his fifth complete game, second career shutout, He's a World Series champion. He's an all-star. The Astros got for 
$1,000. Shrewd GMing. Shrewd front office work. Do I like it all the time? Yeah. But I think they go way out over their skis on certain data things. Because you are dealing with human beings. Yes, I understand human beings have tendencies, and you want to play to those tendencies, and you have data to back that up. But sometimes you got to believe in the guy's spirit. There's no such thing as a clutch gene. Shut up. You are full of crap. There's plenty of guys in all sports. We can show you. We can show you ample examples that there are clutch genes in sports. But you're going to try and tell me there's not, because you really don't have data to back that up. Oh, the the playoffs is a crapshoot. You know who? You know who says the playoffs are a crapshoot? People who haven't won it. You think the Astros think it's a crapshoot? What great champions do you think playoffs is a crapshoot? There's other sports that have more teams in it for all these years, which technically would be more of a crapshoot. You think Tom Brady thinks it's a crapshoot? You think Tiger Woods thinks it's a crapshoot? You think these Houston Astros, six straight years in the ALCS, four World Series, Two World, two World Series titles think, ah, it's just a crapshoot. <laughs> I don't think so. Let's go to, oh, the Milwaukee Mauler. Mauler, I, I, I got your artwork. It's absolutely fabulous. I can't thank you enough. You're welcome, Chris. You know, I'm just sitting here listening and, you know, and I, I wrote you an email about a month ago, and, and this is all that's on my mind because I'm hearing the callers and I'm hearing your what you're saying today. And I got one name. It was that guy. You helped me with the pronunciation, Sigmidal. Sigmidal. Remember was when he was the... on AceCast about five years ago? Yeah, let, let me tell people who he is. He, he, was, he was a part of the R&D department, research and data department, for Jeffrey Lunau and the Houston Astros. And when Mike Elias, the assistant GM for the Astros, got the job with the Baltimore Orioles, Sig Meidel, who is from San Jose, Bay Area guy, went to the Orioles, and they've rebuilt the Orioles. And if you're watching Oriole baseball, what they have done is working. Now, if I remember when you were talking to him, you were talking about an article in The Athletic, and they went bottom they had like all the different uh, levels of baseball, and they got everybody on board with what he was, what he was preaching, and changed the way that they were scouting. I think they were going to a lot of uh, instead of hitting game after game, they were going to those showcases, and they cut their staff a little bit on the scouting, and it was just a phenomenal interview. That I, I don't know if you guys can repost it or not, um, but how they changed the way the Astro organization and was he with not somebody else before that, like St. Louis or Tampa uh, and was working the know. same thing. I, I can look. I don't remember, I don't but if you would have been with anybody, said, hold I'm, on. I'm not sure, but you had said, and I swear this was like 2018, maybe when you entered, you said, 
watch the Baltimore Orioles. And that was when they were, they were horrible, you know, and it took a long year. Now look at them this year. And I called it NASA ball. That's the new, that's the new name, NASA ball, because that guy worked for NASA. Correct. And he didn't even have a baseball background, right? Correct. He wanted to be in, in, uh, in baseball. Uh, I'm going to guess. I'm okay. So here I am. He grew up in San Jose. Uh, he was a fan of the A's. We know that. Because uh, was he with Lunau in St. Louis before they went to after graduating, worked at NASA. Hold on, hold on. Took data. Da, 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 da. He was a predictor. No, he, uh, he joined. Wait, according to. He did, he did work where he sent stuff. He had some beliefs and some algorithms that he sent to the St. Louis Cardinals. Okay. Lunau would have been with the Cardinals. He was officially hired by the Astros under Lunau in 2012. But, you know, it's, 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 it's as Moneyball changed the way they looked at baseball then and all the cybermetrics baseball, like you said, and I'm an old school guy like you, it has to keep evolving. Yes. And it, and it starts with, you got to get all the, all four or five levels of baseball on the same page. So when you're getting those players, they're learning the same system instead of, Oh, well, I remember back in 75 or I remember in 85, this is the way we did it. This is, you, you, these kids don't understand the old ways. They really don't. But I'm, but I'm hoping. I like, I like some things that Kotze's doing this year. Like the few, you know, quite a few times this year, he's given the starter the benefit of the doubt to to, to go over a hundred or at least get out of the inning. That's a start, don't you think? Yeah, giving them a little bit more confidence. Yeah, I've liked that too. Compared I'd to like just to... yanking them left and right. Yeah, he let Waldachuk go 114 pitches. I like that. I like the fact that yeah, because yeah. He, because at some point he's got to look down at that bullpen, and then he's got to look at his starter, and then he's got to look at the bullpen, and he's got to look at his starter, and he's got to realize yeah. I, I I go down to that bullpen and it's over. So I got to get as much you, out of my starters as I possibly can because this bullpen is historically bad. Yeah. Did you read the uh, the book that came out a couple years ago about Billy Martin and the A's, Billy Ball? No. There's there's an interesting quote in there from one of the five pitchers that Billy had. Uh, it was either McCaddy or Brian Kingman. I can't remember. And how everybody used to talk about how Billy burnt burnt the arms out with the 96 complete games that year. And he the the pitcher that that was quoting this said he goes we wanted to finish the game. We didn't want Billy to take us out. It wasn't the fact that he burned us out. We figured that it was that game. That was our game to finish. And Billy knew that the the bullpen was, wasn't that good in 1980. And that's why they, they went in there to gut it out half the time. Well, and they, we've they, gotten so Mahler, far away from that. Mahler, think about this. So you go from you pitch too much and that burned you out to now we pitch them less than we've ever have and we can't oh. keep them healthy. We can't keep him healthy. I know. It's Tommy John after Tommy think... John after flexor tender and after flexor tendon. Oh, now it's the scapula. Who the hell ever talked about the scapula years ago? We're I know. finding right. every single way for these guys 
to get hurt. Yeah. I mean, it's unbelievable. It is. Well, I, I do. I am enjoying the part of the season that I'm enjoying is seeing the, uh, the newer guys that are excelling. I do like the fact that they're leaving, you know, a solid lineup in, you know, maybe five or six guys steadily in the lineup. I am enjoying that. And I hope they can grow from this. And you know what? I'm a fan of the name on the front. And if you need a name on the back, tell them they can buy a Mauler jersey. Well, you need to settle something for me. Talking about old school versus new school. When you say the most influential wrestler in the history of professional wrestling, who is the most influential wrestler of all time? Boy, you know what? I I look at it from a different point of view because I I look at it from not a fan's point of view, but really the the complete package – Everybody steals from everybody, and as much as I want to say Harley Race, I'm going to go with Ric Flair. The Nature Boy. See, I would go Hogan, because to me, Hogan, Rocky. If you're III, talking money, I'm if you were talking, talking money, I would say Hogan. But I have no problem with but, Ric Flair, because Ric Flair, when they were really building the foundation of wrestling, and you think of how many leagues Ric Flair started. Uh, Flair, because these young guys are going to go, I got Cody trying, oh, it's Stone Cold. It's, Stone, I mean, it's like Stone Cold. I get the pay-per-view and I get the rock and everything. That's the but, money. Yeah, money. Yeah. But you got to realize wrestling, when when Hulk Hogan does Rocky Three, which was a blockbuster movie. Well, and, yeah. And he's mm-hmm. Thunderlips, the ultimate male versus the ultimate meatball. That put wrestling on the map. I agree. I agree with that. Yeah, on the national scene, yeah, but I'm talking, I'm talking pure dollars without merchandising. Man, give me Ric Flair down south in the Carolinas. Couldn't touch it because you know why? He could do an hour in the ring. Uh, I don't know if Hogan can hang an hour in the ring. And, and as much as I love The Rock and his quick little funny, his act, nobody did long form great interviews than Ric Flair. No, nobody in front of the camera was better than Ric Flair. Did you believe he was somebody else or did you believe he was that guy? That's the truth. I believed he was that guy. But I'm going to tell you, none of these guys are my favorite of all time. By the way, Milwaukee Muller was a great wrestler. That's why we bring up wrestling for the fans who have no idea why we're talking wrestling. I'm going to tell you who my favorite wrestler was of all time. He was a former double A catcher. Do you know who that is? Yeah, there to me, I my guy will always be the Macho Man, and macho at one man. point was also Macho King, uh, yeah. Randy Savage. Oh yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Some of the talk about great promos. <laughs> yeah. Cup of coffee in the big time, brother. Freak out. <laughs> With Miss Elizabeth, come on. Oh yeah. Don't you talk about Elizabeth in front of me. One of one of the great interviews I did when WrestleMania was here at Levi Stadium and I was working at 95-7, Hulk Hogan came in, did a sit-down interview with us and Jimmy Hart. Nice. And I you know, it's oh, sitting there nice. and you're like, you're talking to Hulk Hogan 
And, you know, he, you know, Hulk Hogan, Hulk Hogan at one point was the highest paid athlete in the United States of America. More than any best, more than any baseball, football, basketball guy. Hulk Hogan was making more money than Larry Bird or Magic Johnson or any Joe Montana. Larry, he, Hulk Hogan was the highest paid athlete. So we were and to tell the stories, it was so cool. And Jimmy Hart, my God, if people don't know, he was one of the great managers of all time. Yeah. I did a show with Jimmy up in Michigan one time. He was a posing manager. Nicest guy you ever want to meet. Mahler, you need to call Total in more. And by the way, thank you so much. We're going to get that framed and put it up here in the studio. Awesome. Thank you. I'm glad you like it. You're a genius with uh, – you're, 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 you're just not a great wrestler. You're an artist, my friend. Thank you. I have to channel it some other way now. I can't wrestle in the ring. <laughs> <laughs> you be well. All right, you too. Bye-bye. The great Milwaukee Mauler. Oh, he's been one of the true guys. We've had a – you know what? I got to tell you, I thought today was just going to be me talking. Uh, nice to hear from some of you on a Sunday at 833-625-2278. But, yeah, I'm sticking with it, man. I think for the young players, I think it's good for them to see this. This is what the best is. You know, all this garbage about New York. Ah, you're going to the Bronx. You're taking on the Yankees. It's the Yankees. Yankees haven't won anything in a long time. They've spent billions. Go add it up. Year after 2009. Hey, Pastor Reno. Wouldn't you admit 2009 was a long time ago? That was a long time ago. You know what? I'm just going to do I'm just going to prove it to you. Things that happened in 2009. What was going on in the world? Michael Jackson died in 2009. The swine flu was a global pandemic. Barack Obama was inaugurated as the 44th president. All you got to do is go to peoplehistory.com. I mean, this was a long time ago. Right? 2009, that's the last time the Yankees won and have been in a World Series. There's a lot of political stuff, which I don't want to get into. Where's the fun stuff? They're supposed to have pop culture stuff. Uh, the average cost of a new house was 232000 Average income was just under 40000 The cost of gas was $2.73. Mm-hmm. College tuition, by the way, was 6500 Can I go back to that since I got two kids about to go to college? Oh, here you go. Popular cut. Last time the Yankees won the World Series. Da, 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 da. The two top-selling movies in 2009. Are you ready? Ice Age, Dawn of Dinosaurs, and Harry Potter and the Half-Blood Prince. That's how long ago it's been since the Yankees have won the World Series. So this whole, oh, you know, you go to the Yankees, it's New York, it's New York. When's the last time the New York Knicks won? When's the last time the Mets won? 
Everybody tries to sell you on this garbage New York take, including our own Vince Catronio. Uh, don't they have to win championships for it to be intimidating to go to New York? That might have been something years ago when, you know, the world was so small and most people didn't travel and a lot of these guys were from the middle of nowhere and all of a sudden you're in the big city in New York and, oh, I'm intimidated. These kids are intimidated by nothing. They travel. They're on travel ball teams. They could give two craps about Yankee Stadium or City Field in New York. I don't think Steph Curry goes, ooh, it's the Mecca. I'm afraid of Madison Square Garden. Please. This is the place you can get an education. Right here, Houston, Texas. That's where you get an education. You can roll in there as a young ace player and go, damn, these guys are good. If we want to play with these guys, this is how we have to play. You don't play like them, you won't beat them. They pitch, they play defense, they don't beat themselves, they hit, they hit. And they hit, and they hit, and they hit. And when I say hit, you go, are you just being Captain Obvious? No, they hit. They do everything. They get base hits. They get extra base hits. They hit home runs. They can run. But they hit. That's one thing that you've watched with the Astros now for years. They don't, they're not a three true outcome team like the rest of some of these bozo teams are, where all of a sudden they hit these home runs during the regular season and everybody's so impressed. Then they get in the postseason and, hey, why can't that team win? I'll tell you why they can't win because they can't hit, because they rely solely on the home run. That is not who. The Astros are. Can the Astros hit home runs? Of course they can. But they they also hit base hits. So right now, let's see let's see where the old Astros are in home runs in baseball. All right, the Houston Astros. I don't even see them in the top. Are they even in the top ten? Where the hell are they? Houston Astros are twenty fifth in home runs right now. Did you know that uh, your Oakland Athletics have more home runs than the uh, Houston Astros? The team that's won seven in a row and is now 27-19 and 19 and about to chase down the Rangers already, even though they've had a bunch of guys hurt. Michael Brantley still hadn't played. Altuve's just back. Abreu hasn't hit a home run. You, say, wait, wait, you said you have to hit home runs to win, right? That's what everybody around our world's tried to convince you. Yeah, you got to hit home runs. Got to hit home runs. Home runs, home runs, home runs. Astros are 25th in home runs right now. Going along just fine. Because they hit. It's what they do. And they're going to beat you up. And by the end of the year, don't be shocked when they're winning the West again and they go into the postseason. And, And by the way, who do they pay? For all you payroll, payroll, payroll people, which I tell you, man, you guys got to get off of this. This is so, it's it's infuriating. Biggest payrolls in the game right now are failing. You know what the Astros do? They have a price point for every player. Once again, shrewd GMing. 
They don't care about the name on the back of the jersey. They don't care if you go out and buy jerseys. They don't care how you feel at all. Astros, the Astros, if you ask anybody that works for them, they could care less what their fans think. And I know that's not very nice to say, but it's true. They could care less. They're heartless. These organizations that we reference all the time, the Rays, they're heartless. (laughs) Heartless, soulless entities, but they win. And the Houston Astros, Carlos Correa, we want to sign you for this amount of money. Carlos Correa goes, are you kidding me? And they go, okay, bye. Garrett Cole, bye. Justin Verlander, bye. If you're not gonna if you're not going to take what they think is the right amount for your services, they'll let you go. And oh by the way, they don't even they don't even trade you. They just let you play it out and then let you go. How about that? Kind of like the A's did with Barry Zito. Oh, you got to trade the guys early. No, they, they, they let these guys play out their contracts, and then it's see you later. But look at the amount of talent they have let walk from their building because it didn't fit their price point. Did it hurt them? I don't know. They win the World Series last year. Did they win the World Series without Carlos Correa, without um, Garrett Cole? Pretty amazing. 833-625-2278. You're listening to the A's Clubhouse Show. Hey, A's fans. You know that running your own business is a slugfest every day. That's why businesses have been counting on Mechanics Bank since 1905. From operating lines of credit to equipment and real estate loans, they can help build your lineup to meet today's challenges and prepare for tomorrow's opportunities. Stop by your local branch or visit MechanicsBank.com today. Mechanics Bank, the official East Bay Bank of the Oakland A's. Member FDIC and equal housing lender. All loans subject to program eligibility and credit approval. This is Chris Towns, and there are two things that are a must for me, comfort and style. Whether I'm playing golf, going to dinner, I've got to have the right feel. That's why I've partnered with Link Soul, and you're going to love Link Soul. They have just released their new spring line, new fabrics for their polos, lightweight and perfect for technical performance. Link Soul also has new styles for their layers and hoodies with cool prints and seasonal colors. You know what they say in the big leagues, look good, play good. Go to LinkSoul.com. That's LinkSoul.com. If you're looking for a new mattress, Nest Bedding has you covered. Sleep on the same mattress Hall of Famer Ricky Henderson sleeps on. Nest Bedding is the number one brand of online mattresses and the Bay Area's favorite mattress store. Take home the Easy Breather Pillow. The New York Times calls it their number one pick. You can navigate their easy news website, nestbedding.com. That's nestbedding.com. Green and Gold fans, use the coupon code Oakland and you get 10% off your entire order. Nest Bedding, love where you sleep. Okay, outdoor summer cocktail party fit check. I've got a hot pink and orange bodycon dress paired with vintage sneakers. It'll definitely attract attention, but not from mosquitoes. Because I'm wearing it with off clean feel for eight gorgeous hours of not sticky, fragrance-free protection. So I can sip, socialize, and flirt out there in the wild with absolutely unshakable confidence. Get your pre-party protection on with off clean feel. SC Johnson, a family company. 
And the pitch is swung on, hit the right field, hit deep. Whitefield going back at the track over his head and over the wall. Do you believe that? You're listening to A's Cast. And the lefty's first pitch is swung on and hit it deep, hit a ton, hit way back to left, and that is in the upper deck. Bombs away for Shea Langoliers. My goodness, he hit that ball a long way. This is the A's Clubhouse Show. All right, the number is 833-625-2278. A shutout by the Astros, swept by the Astros. And the final today, two zip. A's will head on to Seattle. Speaking of another underachieving team, we'll take on the Mariners for four starting tomorrow. Of course, we'll have A's cast live for you. At 4 o'clock, we're going to have Ryan Divish from the Seattle Times and June Lee from ESPN. He is a great, when it comes to breaking news, he's stationed there in the Northeast, from Boston, lives in New York, but he's always got his finger on the pulse. So June Lee of ESPN, Ryan Divish, and much more tomorrow A's Cast Live. That will be at 4 o'clock. Greg and Slow, happy Sunday to you. Tony, what's cracking, brother? Sounded like you were uh, happy to talk to uh, the callers today, so I heard that, and I said, you know what? I'm going to call my buddy Tony. I'm in a good mood today. I like that. I like that. It's Sunday. It's a beautiful day here in the Central Coast. How's it up there? I have no reason to be in a good mood. I've just mentally put myself (laughs) in a good mood. Yeah, getting swept by the Astros is never a never a fun yeah, I, thing. I, I, that's I, for sure. I, you know what it is? It's 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 not the team. Like I can handle I the, the team. I get where it is. I get what we're to what we need to. I get it's the people around me that are starting to irritate me. It's the people around me who are trying to you know they don't have to give opinion. They don't have to put their self out there every day. And they're oh, you know sugarcoating it. I'm like. You don't sugarcoat 10 and 38. That's not how this thing works in my world. So it's 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 everything around me is irritating me. But you know what? I have done the Jedi mind trick, and I've tricked myself into being, you know what? I'm enjoying myself on this Sunday. So it's safe to say you've never been given the nickname Chris Sugarcoat Townsend. That's never happened? That's on my like I can sell, I can sell and I can spin, yeah. but at some point, like sugarcoat and stuff, it's like it's like seriously. I mean, where's your credibility? where's credibility? Does anybody have credibility anymore? I mean, you gotta be able to you gotta be like I'm even the best teams, even the best teams are trying to improve themselves. Even the best teams are figuring out, hey, what do we do? How do we do this? Da da da. I, the very, very best teams do that, and then we're going to sit here and have a historic bad start and be like, everything's fine. Now, I think the main reason why me and all these callers tune in, brother, is because of the credibility and, and the fact that you don't sugarcoat it. You tell it like it is. I Thank love you. real. I try to be real. Um, and, there, and there is a fine line between selling and sugarcoating. I agree. And, and spin, you know, spin, spin, you're kind of getting into the sugarcoat category I, I i admit you got to do it a little bit you always got to look for, for causes, and that's and that's the goal this year is to find but, but stuff. i don't I, think you know? but what I, but what i was saying today i don't think it's spin i think it was i think it's important that the young players look at the other dugout 
Look how these guys perform on the field. You can learn. You can learn by watching the best of the best. You can learn from these guys. You can learn from the Astros. No, I, I agree. I, I think, you know, if you go back a few years and how you talk about the way they operate and, you know, they don't overpay and they got a budget and they stick to it. And, but, but on the other hand, they got mainstays like an Altuve, like a Bregman. You know, I mean, you know, Alvarez, I think, is going to be there for a long time. So they know the guys that they got to keep. Are they going to overpay? Probably not. No. But, but, but they do recognize talent. And, and, and like you said, there's a price point and they're sticking to it. And, and, and there is something to be said by the way they've done things. Because I agree, I can't stand New York. I, I, I hate New York. I think you're undercutting a little bit, though, because I remember an interview Captain did last year when he talked about going to New York and pitching. He said, there's no mistake about it. When you go to New York, it is different. Now, now, depending on the team or what they've done the last 10, 15 years, I agree with you there. But, you know, you talk about Steph Curry. Michael Jordan always said, when I went to the Mecca, I'm dropping 40. You know, the double nickel game, 55. So there is something about New York that kind of – you know, you, you want to show out in New York, whether it's Yankee Stadium, who that, you're playing. You, 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 okay, but that's different. They try and sell it as everybody's scared to go to New York. That's they're not <laughs> selling they're not selling that if I'm an entertainer, I want to perform on the highest stage. They talk about how New York's intimidating. That's what you that's the narrative people try and sell. They try and sell, Oh, you're going to New York, look out, oh boy. And I'm saying my ass, these teams in New York have been getting it handed to them. I agree with you. Yes, you want to go to Broadway and perform because there's more eyeballs on you. What I'm saying is you're not scared. What are you scared of? Who are you scared of? These guys haven't won. Who's won in New York? Who? When's the last time? If we got to go back to 09 for the Yankees, you want to go back to 1986 for the Mets? I was going to say Joe Willie Namath. That was the last time you want to go back to Broadway, Joe? You want to go to Y.A. Tittle and the New York Giants? I mean, stop. By the way, Jordan Alvarez is considered. You want to talk about price point and, and, to, and to even prove my point a little more here with, with the Astros have a number for you. Jordan Alvarez is a top three player offensively. I think there is no question about it. Uh, you look at his numbers. Judge is there. Trout's there. Um, if hey, you're just, I, I'm taking Jordan. If we're just talking offense, the bat, I'm taking Jordan Alvarez over Otani any day of the week. Oof, man. That's, I, I like Alvarez. I mean, he's proved he can do it in the playoffs, too. That, to me, is a big thing. The World Series I, run, the playoffs, you know the big runs is? he had last year. Do you know what his contract it's, is? It's, it's not much. I know it's, it's, a, it's a bargain. Six years, six years, $115 million. That's a bargain. Okay, Jordan Alvarez is signed for six years, hundred and fifteen million, and Matt Chapman turned down one hundred and fifty from us. Who do you think's a better player, <laughs> Jordan Alvarez? By the way, uh, Jose Altuve doesn't make one hundred and fifty. Bregman doesn't make one hundred and fifty. Matt Chapman, I'll give you a little insight. Matt Chapman was asked by Bob Melvin, "Will you sign the Bregman extension?" Matt Chapman said, "Yes." And then Matt Chapman, uh, I'll get you Alex Bregman's contract here. Uh, Matt Chapman said yes, and then when he was offered 150, he turned it down. He turned it no. down. He was, I think. Idiot. Let's see. Bregman's contract is five years, 100 million. So you've got Bregman at 100. 
You've got Jordan Alvarez at 115. So that's what I'm saying. There is a price point for their players. Yeah, and, and, and like you said, those are those are good. I mean, fr- from a team standpoint, those are good contracts. I mean, that's you're, you're more than willing to to, to 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 fork out that kind of David. It's a lot of money, but it's not three hundred million. It's not ten years, two fifty. You know, so I, I hear you. I, I think the way the Astros have have kind of set the trends these last few years, and the, the fact that they keep going to the playoffs and the defending champs, I, you know. I agree. You can learn. You can learn. The, the young guys can learn from a team like the Astros. I, I, they can learn from a team like the Dodgers. I mean, there, there's something to be said by the way those teams are operating. So, I, you know, I, I, I totally agree with you. Um, the questions I have today, Town, is kind of looking down up, up in the lineup. I know this is kind of crystal ball stuff, and it's 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 tough conversations you got to have. You talk about tough decisions that the team has to make. You know, I look at a guy like Ramon Laureano, and he's obviously a guy that you're not going to DFA because I think he's got value. What a great catch he made today. Yes. But, I, but, but, I, but I'm thinking that Ramon Laureano is a guy that, that could be trade deadline bait. You know, you kind of look at the guys, the older guys, the guys that maybe have value. I look at a Tony Kemp, and, you know, I, I read a lot, you know, some, you, Tony Kemp's trade bait. Who's, who's gonna, what, what are you going to trade for Tony Kemp? A bag of balls? You know, I, I think Tony Kemp's, you know, on the track of Stephen Piscotty. You know, and I hate to say that because you never want to see it happen. But I, th- but I think he's a DFA guy. A guy like Oriano, I still think has value. He could help a team making a run. You know, a playoff, a possible playoff team. You know, what's your take? Kind of going up and down the lineup and looking at some of these guys, the older guys, and, and what we're going to do with them is, you know, outright DFA or, or are there some some older guys we got that you think got trade value? Well, you hear all the time that Memorial Day is the day to. Really, that's when we're going to really look at our team. Like, okay, really? Uh, we're going to wait that long? Okay. Uh, Memorial Day. <laughs> what have you been looking at the last couple of uh, I, I know what I've been watching. Uh, uh, Memorial Day is not, exactly. till the 20, is not till the 29th. But, I mean, yeah, you can say there are traits from Ramon Laureano. But Ramon Laureano today, 0 for 4, three strikeouts, Hitting 205 with a 655 OPS. Jesus Aguilar got a hit. He's hitting 235 with a 704 OPS. You just start looking at guys. Aletmus Diaz, one for three. He's batting 183 with a 472 Whoa. OPS. I don't know. I can't – maybe if somebody has some injuries. Here would be my question. Is it worth waiting going – I mean, I'm, I'm going to have to swallow saying this. Going another – when is it – what is the exact date of the trading deadline this year? I want to make sure – MLB trade deadline 2023. No, not 2022. Hold on, everybody. Hold on. August 1st. Are you really telling me that you're going to go till almost August 1st hoping that these guys somehow hit to, to advance their trade value? You're going to wait till August 1st? That's over two months. 
It's a long time. Yeah, I, I, I just think with Ramon, how, how good he is defensively, can, can, do you just DFA him? You know what I mean? Like, I want to see, now, you know, I, 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 I see would hopefully I, get his at-bats. I, I would hope they get his. Get, I would I hopefully, know. I would hopefully find something sooner than later. But I don't know what you're getting. You just, yeah, I mean, there's. I don't think for any of those guys you just named, you're not going to get a. You know, you're not going to get a haul form, as we like to say. I, I, I no, agree with that. And I just, no, no, I, I no. just, I just hate. I, I hate the DFA thing because it's kind of like you're. I understand it because because you you, you got to do it. There's no doubt about it. I'm just thinking like. There's got to be something. There's got to be, you know, if there's anyone in the lineup, Ramon's got to be worth something. I mean, he's not that old. I mean, he's not, you know what I mean? Like, um, By the I, way, how I old do you think he is? The young guys. How old do you think he is? 32? Ramon? No, 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 no. Don't age. 28? He's, he's 28, but he's going to be 29 in July. I mean, if a team's going to pick him up, it's for a playoff run. It's, it's like you said, it's an injury. It's a guy that could maybe get hot. He's going to be good. Do in the you have over two months? Like, like what's best? Like, what's best long term? Is best long term having young guys get at bats in those two months, or is it best long term to hope that Ramon Laureano starts to hit and you can trade him for what? What? What's What's the best business move? The young guys. That, that's, you know, young guys, no doubt about it. I mean, we're going to be calling other guys up. You hear about Soderstrom and all those guys, and I agree. I just hate to, you know, just DFA everybody. But but I but on the other hand, I hear you. What are you going to get? A bag of balls and a can of dip. So, you know, maybe it is best to cut bait and not wait till August 1st. You know, Memorial Day, that's a long time. Like you said, that's a that's long time. Lo- so, I just, I'm kind of looking at, you know, at, at both sides of the coin here. Obviously, wanted to get your take, and that's that's kind of one of the things I focused on when I looked up and down the line today, and I'm like, you know, I want to see Blade. I, I want to see Jordan Diaz every day, you know? And it's like, yeah. how are we going to get to that? Well, and, and I do have to say this. Whenever you say a can of dip, as a guy that dipped Copenhagen for many, many years, there were nights that uh, a can of dip was worth a lot of money. <laughs> when you couldn't find when you couldn't find when you couldn't find a place open and it was late at night after the bars, you would have paid a lot of money for a lipper. A lot of money. <laughs> Just You've saying. the term, you got one? Just you got one? I quit, though. Oh. I quit years ago. I quit, but I dipped Copenhagen for a long time. That stuff is rough. <laughs> it's one of the greatest things ever after a meal, too. <laughs> when, when you're boozing a little bit, it's not as bad, but... You know, it's it's a. Uh, no, I hate a, it, it's a, a it's it's like literally one of the worst. Ha- it took my mother dying of breast cancer for me to promise me I'd never dip again. I went cold turkey. I dipped from the time Ooh. I was what, eighteen till I was forty-two. Wow! And quit cold turkey, and it was one of the greatest moves I've ever made in my life. Do you think that, it was baseball related? Why why you got into it? Pretty much. No, there's no question. You know what? Quit and dip. Quit and dip and taking your phone calls. Two of the greatest things I've ever done in my life. (laughs) I love it, I love it, brother. I'm going to go enjoy my Saturday. Goodbye. Uh, Coming up next, we got one segment left? Wow. I'm very proud of the callers. I'm like, Sunday, lost again. Who the hell is going to call today? You guys showed up today. I'm proud of you. Uh, 833-625-2278. We get you ready for the A's and the Mariners. 
Hey, remember when everybody was saying the Mariners were going to win the World Series? How's that working? You're listening to the A's Clubhouse Show right here on A's Cast and the A's Radio Network. Thanks to the Xfinity 10G network, my little brother's friends won't leave our house. When I was their age, internet with basically no interruptions was a pipe dream. You sound like my grandpa. Now through June 21st, new customers can get 200 megabit internet on the Xfinity 10G network for just $25 a month for two years with no annual contract. Go to Xfinity.com slash 10G, call 1-800-XFINITY, or visit a store today. Requires paperless billing and auto pay with stored bank account. Restrictions apply. Taxes and fees extra. After promo, regular rates apply. Actual speeds vary. Innovation is at the core of Cal State East Bay, like at our Green Biome Institute, where faculty and students preserve genetic information from California's endangered plants, or how we open doors for local entrepreneurs at our Small Business Development Center. From educators to nurses to STEM professionals, Cal State East Bay has real impact throughout the region's neighborhoods, boardrooms, and the entire economy. Be part of the innovation. Connect with Cal State East Bay at csueastbay.edu forward slash impact. Hey, Billy, this deck is great for getting everyone together. Thanks. We're really enjoying the outdoor space, especially on a day like today. What's the material? Humboldt Redwood from Ashby Lumber. They gave us a great deal, provided us with a quick quote, and we couldn't be happier. We even found a great contractor through their online contractor directory. Don't miss a day outdoors. Visit Ashby Lumber in Berkeley or Concord to see our stock of naturally strong, naturally beautiful Humboldt Redwood. Find out more at ashbylumber.com for all your building needs. Ashby Lumber. Bring the whole family out to the ballpark for this Friday night showdown on May 26th. Come see your A's take on the Houston Astros, then head down to the field to see the best fireworks in the Bay Area. So get ready to enjoy a -a one-of-a-kind pop-through-the-decades post-game fireworks show. Rose and a swung and hit to right field, deep in the corner, and that's going to be gone, and it's back to back to back. Grab your seats today at athletics.com slash fireworks. That's athletics.com slash fireworks. And the underdogs, Oakland Athletics, win their first championship since they were in Philadelphia in 1930. Hi, I'm Raleigh Fingers, Hall of Famer, three-time World Series champion with the Oakland A's and World Series MVP. Winning takes teamwork, skill, and heart. So when you need an ace for a personal injury lawyer that will win you the game, go with the winning team. Call Venardi Zarata at 833-VZ-FOR-ME or go to vzlawfirm.com. Bernardi Serrata, the official injury law firm of the Oakland A's. Thanks to the Xfinity 10G network, my little brother's friends won't leave our house. When I was their age, internet with basically no interruptions was a pipe dream. You sound like my grandpa. Now through June 21st, new customers can get 200 megabit internet on the Xfinity 10G network for just $25 a month for two years with no annual contract. Go to Xfinity.com slash 10G, call 1-800-XFINITY, or visit a store today. Requires paperless billing and auto pay with stored bank account. Restrictions apply. Taxes and fees extra. After promo, regular rates apply. Actual speeds vary. Baseball season is officially here, and there's no better time to build your collection of Topps trading cards. Topps packs feature everything from top stars, rookies, game-used memorabilia, and autographs from players around the league, as well as special inserts and surprises. Visit your local hobby shop, retailers, and Topps.com to collect the first product of the season, Topps Series 1 Baseball. Follow at Topps on social media to join the conversation and start sharing your collection today. First United Credit Union is swinging for the fences with above-market certificate rates. Whether you're saving for college tuition, retirement, or even your next big trip, 
First United has a high rate certificate for you. Visit firstunitedcu.org forward slash athletics for current rates and to open an account today. Federally insured by NCUA. Not one penny has ever been lost. Wendy's Strawberry Frosty is back for the summer. Because if it's summertime, it's frosty time. Beach time? Frosty time. Tea time? Frosty time. Me time? Frosty time. Treat yourself to Wendy's Strawberry Frosty this summer and make time for frosty time. Choose wisely. Choose Wendy's. Now open till midnight or later. Limited time only. Participating U.S. Wendy's. Hours may vary. Bring the whole family out to the ballpark for this Friday night showdown on May 26th. Come see your A's take on the Houston Astros. Then head down to the field to see the best fireworks in the Bay Area. So get ready to enjoy a one-of-a-kind pop-through-the-decades post-game fireworks show. Rose and a swung and hit to right field. Deep in the corner. And that's going to be gone. And it's back to back to back. Grab your seats today at athletics.com slash fireworks. That's athletics.com slash fireworks. This is A's Clubhouse. All right, let's get to the out of the the out-of-town scoreboard brought to you by Mechanics Bank. And my scoreboard. There we go. Middle of the eighth inning, the Giants lead the Marlins 6-4. Bottom of the seventh, 1-1 Twins and Angels. End of six, Padres lead the Red Sox 7-zip. Sunday night baseball, Bieber, Verlander. It's the Guardians in New York to take on the Mets. Yankees beat the Reds 4-1. Nationals took down the Tigers 6-4. D-backs had a nice little weekend in Pittsburgh. They went 8-3. Phillies on top of the Cubs, 2-1. Braves beat the Mariners, 3-2. So the A's will be taking on the Mariners. They are 22-24. Orioles, 8. Blue Jays, 3. Mets and Guardians, that was a 5-4, and they're double-dipped. That was the early game. Second game, once again, Bieber up against Verlander. And it was the Brew Crew over the Rays in Tampa, 6-4. White Sox on top of the Royals, 5-2. Cardinals beat the Dodgers, 10-5, 10-5, to 5, and it was the Rangers continuing to put up numbers at a major league pace. Boy, Rangers 13, Rockies two, uh, Rockies 3. Rangers are scoring the more, most runs in baseball by a lot. Can they keep it up? All right, what's on deck? Presented by Ashby Lumber. Ashby Lumber for all of your building needs. Learn more at ashbylumber.com. That's Ashby Lumber for all your building and remodeling needs. Ashbylumber.com. All right, 4 o'clock A's Cast Live. That is our talk show, athletics.com slash A's Cast. To listen to it, you can watch it on the A's YouTube channel, the A's Facebook page, or on Twitter at AthleticsCast24. So you can watch it and listen to it in so many different spots. Four o'clock, A's cast live. Then six o'clock pregame, that's A's total access, brought to you by Chevron. First pitch is going to be at 640 first pitch. You know what, Pastorino? I didn't check 
to see who's pitching. I got to think Kyle Muller. Let me get to the game notes here. Uh, since Caprellian stepped in today. And by the way, we didn't talk about Cap all that much today, but I thought Cap threw the ball really well. And I think, and, you know, obviously Waldachuk, he's going to end up going on the I.L. You got Rusinski, who just went on the I.L. with the stomach issues. So I think Cap's going to get quite a few more starts. And he's earned it. His last two starts have been, he has really competed well. Hopefully, we're finally going to get the cap that we all thought he could be. So it's going to be Luis Castillo, who's a baller for the uh, for the Mariners, up against Kyle Moeller, the lefty versus the righty. And we've got Luis Medina will be going on Tuesday. And Marco Gonzalez will be going the lefty for... The Mariners on Tuesday, and then we have no idea who's going to start for the A's on Wednesday. We'll see. But tomorrow, Kyle Muller, Luis Castillo, first pitch, 640. A's total access, 6 o'clock. A's cast live, our talk show at 4 o'clock. A's get shut out for zip. Don't worry about it. Enjoy the rest of this beautiful day. Go outside. Be with your family. Get some sunshine, some fresh air. And we'll see everybody tomorrow right here on A's Cast and the A's Radio Network. Thank you for listening. This has been a presentation of the Oakland Athletics.